This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. Forever. Dog. White lies, dark humor, deadly consequences. This week on the podcast. R.F. Quang's Yellow Face. Hello, welcome to Team Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing Yellow Face by R.F. Quang, uh, author of The Poppy War, which we just covered. Mm-hmm. Um, this book was so stressful. <laughs> I feel like this book, while not within the genre of book we normally cover, it is within the genre of tangent Mm -hmm. that we normally freak out on. And I would say, like, the description did make it seem more like it was a Teen Mm Creeps-esque book. Mm -hmm. It made it seem like there was more, like, intrigue and death Mm -hmm. and murder Mm -hmm. and so forth. Um, Didn't really turn out to be quite like that it was more just like devoting four hours of your life to researching a twitter beef um Mm -hmm. which is like it was so accurate to what a twitter beef is it was was just like disgustingly disgustingly realistic of what yeah how this exact thing would play out um and i really enjoyed it (laughs) I really enjoyed this one, too. Except for it, wanting to throw up for four hours straight. <laughs> I literally texted you. I was like, my stomach's been in knots for hours. It, I, the, I really enjoyed it. I felt like also it really captured. And there were some, like, vague references to things that are drama now, that's surfacing now. And I don't know if you've heard about this, but the author... Um, author leaving bad reviews yes, under fake names. Yeah, the Goodreads I, I read about that. debacle. Um, and she now has lost uh, her contract with Delray Books. Um, I just I feel d- like it's not hard to not do that. So why know. would you? <laughs> she was... And she's like... She's like, what you know what? I was on the wrong meds and like I was really spiraling and very mentally ill. And that's why I did it. And everyone's like, yeah, but like the racist aspect, like being on the it's wrong like, meds doesn't mm, make you racist. But what you have to understand is that I was on the wrong meds and I'm white <laughs> at the same time. And that's a very tricky combination. It's very tricky because it like <laughs> triggers like so when you're on the wrong meds, it does trigger this like latent racism that it's is. like it, it's within my DNA. It's not <laughs> me. It's inherited trauma of being uh, racist, of being racist, um, the generational trauma of being racist, the generational trauma of being racist. Yes. 
Um, this book was so accurate, like so many good little details peppered in of like why this bitch is racist, even though she claims she's not. How just, this bitch is racist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of like how she. We like, don't ever why. get the why. <laughs> we don't get the why. But but I mean, like. But we usually don't. No. Why? Uh. Why be I racist? like having power. I I like being uh I like I like being on top mm-hmm. of the food chain. Yeah. Yeah. I there was something so stunning about the characterization of this main character, which I think does plague a lot of people that we know that are in our industry or in just like a creative industry of desperately wanting greatness yet not having anything special to say. Mm-hmm. or anything specific enough to say. Because also she keeps looking for these like external, and, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but she keeps looking for these like external frameworks to like start. Like, you know when we talked about when people are like, oh, I'm going to write this and it's going to be about trauma. Yeah. Right? Rather than this is about truth and my truth is trauma and like I'm going to talk about this very specifically. Or when just she, like, this is a story within me that needs to come out. It's like, yeah. I'm going to try to write a story about trauma. Yeah. And then you just go, and what is it? Yeah. And like, <laughs> and like even, lose your mind. Yes. And her like going through her old notebooks and like mining, like literally, she is trying to do what Athena has been doing her whole life. It's just that Athena had the it, skills. It came naturally. Yes. Yeah. But I also liked that Athena was not perfect either and that she was like definitely a, like used people. And I, 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 I like all the examples of it being of, of Athena using people, though, was a lot more like much more of a gray area to me. Like the like June the would tell us. The story was kind of ick, I think. Yeah, that's But true. otherwise... That's true. I was more thinking about when she was going to the museum and interviewing oh, yeah. veterans. But then, like, if the rape story is ick, that's kind of ick, too. Well, yeah. But, and, but it is, like, using other people's trauma for a story. But, again, that is the crux of storytelling. And that is the, like, if you are trying to use the truth and emotion, like, there is kind of this clinical thing of a writer where you're like, oh, this I want to put that in something. Whereas, like, it's it's true. People do do that. And to good, like, it, it creates, like, something interesting to read or watch or whatever. But I did like that that Arfquan kind of is like, yeah, it's kind of ick what we do. Like, what we do is kind of ick. Yeah. Which I liked. It, you walk the line of what's, of, like, of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. It can be, it's a very tricky, thin line between... It being okay to use something from your real life and not. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then there were instances where June would be like, oh my God, poor Jeff was dating like such a narcissist. I know. But and I was even like, Athena would, does not, did not strike me as a narcissist. But also maybe, I don't know, like to well, me. Like, full of yourself is not the same as being like a full on narcissist. I don't think like, she was a narcissist. Yeah. I think she was self-obsessed maybe and like a little bit obsessed with her own craft. Yeah. Um, because that's the other thing too of like, you can date an asshole and still kind of be a little bit of an asshole. So like mm-hmm. she was dating Jeff who arguably was worse, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like 
of him being like, yeah, we'd get in arguments and I could just see her writing a scene in her head rather than just being here with me. And yeah. that can be yeah. like, I've been around people like that where you're like, oh, you're just mythologizing you're right now. You, yeah, things to use. Mm -hmm. um, you're generating story from a act from like a hurtful yeah. <laughs> interaction we're having. And, and like some things, right? Like some things can be private. Like you can use things for sure, right? Like things that happen to you, you have every right, right? To to do whatever you want with them. But I think there's a difference between like ethically and just like being a good friend or a good, you know, professionally yeah. ethical versus like friend ethical. Mm-hmm. Um do you want to read the back of the book? Yeah, I will read the back to... of the book. This is also, it won the Goodreads, Goodreads Choice Award, um, winner for Best Fiction 2023. Um, is the book in the book up for that award? I think it they is. They do talk about Goodreads Choice. I think she, I lot. think it's up for that award. Uh, her. Um, the Last Front. The Last Front. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. Uh, okay, so uh, White Lies. When Athena dies in a freak accident, June steals her unpublished manuscript and publishes it as her own under the ambiguous name Juniper Song. That that whole section was so stomach churning. I was like, because <laughs> it's like, it's crazy that she does come by that name honestly, but is using it in such a dishonest way. But I love like, that. If she had gone, yes, if she had gone by Juniper Song for her first novel, and then it was like, oh oops, this is just my writer, my my author name that I already chose. Mm -hmm. That would be one thing. But the fact that she, ch oh, it's so gross. It's so gross yeah. that she changes it to Juniper well, Song and, for this like Chinese history yeah. novel that she stole well, from an actual <laughs> woman of Chinese descent. Yeah. And also the, like, the and I like the moral grayness here, right? Of like, these white women that work at this publishing company are like, you know what? Like, why don't we just think about how we're portraying you? Yeah. And then so she goes along with it, which I think obviously the buck should stop there. Like she should be like, um, I think that's confusing though, because like, I know it's my middle name, but it is misleading and I can't put blinders onto this. However, I did like that. Like when it gets like all blown out of proportion, they did help create the snowball that then got out of hand. And then they're like, oh my God, we cannot be related to what's going on with this. Yeah, like, like we are so oh, we're trying to like make amends for our previous mistakes in publishing this book and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you did more than just publish that book. Yeah, you helped for create the persona of this person. Oh my God, when she goes to the, to the cultural center, I almost cried. <sighs> when they're like, like when the guy's like, can you sign it? Thank you for telling our story. I was like, I'm going to throw up. I think if I were her in that particular instance, yeah, I wouldn't have bothered no. telling like that no. one old man. Sure. And oh, I'm actually not Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that she just like the number. Oh, my God. And I know that we've like we're interrupting getting to the back of the book. But the number, the number of panels and Ugh. workshops she says yes to as a white woman having written this it's like oh, i just over and over what are you doing what are you doing what, what are you, you doing, doing? what are you doing stop doing it stop it stop it stop when, it later she's like i'm teaching like at the very end she's like I oh my know. god i'm teaching this like aapi class i was like what the fuck are you doing don't teach that class 
And it's, it's like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you can like kind of understand because it's like, okay, well, we want published, experienced authors to like advise these AAPI students on, on like getting into a career. I'm getting choppy, aren't I? Getting into a career mm-hmm. and, and their writing and, and all of that. But it's like, there are like so many other authors who could have been doing this in this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and- she's like, what? I'm helping. Well, also, like, but here's you're the other still, thing. You're taking a spot. You're still taking a spot. All you do is take a spot. Well, and that's the other thing. It's like all of this defense that she keeps using, which is defenses that Athena has herself leveraged, um, which is like, you know, because we l- later find out in the book that like people are criticizing Athena and being like, well, because you're diaspora Chinese, like you can't tell this story of like people from China, Chinese, um, or like even Chinese history because like you haven't lived that life and th- and I do think that there's something to be said about like if someone's like well you never get to tell a story outside of your own experience I do think that's stupid to say but the thing was she didn't tell that story she stole the fucking story so like all of her defenses I'm like sure maybe for a very specific situation but definitely not yours you literally stole a dead woman's manuscript yeah, it, it's literally not your story <laughs> it's literally not <laughs> to tell like beyond beyond it not being your lived experience. It's literally not your story. <laughs> it's literally not. Um, Do you want to finish oh, uh, sure. reading the back of the book? Uh, but as evidence threatens June's stolen success, she'll discover exactly how far she'll go to keep what she thinks she deserves. Deadly consequences. What happens next is entirely everyone else's fault. Um, and then it's just kind of a talk about how it's a good book. Um, I do think that like, She's so in denial. She is so in denial the entire time because she keeps being like, well, okay, fine. If anything, we're co-authors because like I did have to rewrite a lot of the book. And I'm like, no, you were an editor. You were an editor. And I kept thinking to myself, I was like, bitch, just be an editor. Just be an editor. That's, that's, that's what you're so good is. at. She, loves, she loved that process. Yeah. So be an editor. And she can't stop just taking other... She then takes that uh, beginning of a story to write Mother Witch. Oh, my God. Such a good title. Great um, title, but also what an idiotic thing to do. Because that you definitely point, don't know. Yeah. You definitely don't know if that's been somewhere else. Like, what are you fucking doing? You already have the flames on you. Yeah. The, the balls to take an entire finished manuscript and and, like, take it across the finish line and pass it off as her own. She couldn't have had any idea how many people had seen some aspect of this so the fact that she like is shocked when jeff is like she talked about it with me she's like what it's like yeah no shit she talked about it with somebody what did you expect i thought that this book was about somebody who um like i was i was just forgetting what what the plot of the book was from the time i like i read the back of the book when uh you put it on the schedule and then when we finally got there. And so in my head, I was like, okay, so this book is about um, a woman who writes uh, a story about Chinese history and like pretends to be Chinese so that it can get published. I was like, oh no, she didn't even write it. So the whole time I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you mm-hmm. doing this? Why did you think this would be okay? Why did you think this would be okay? 
the fact that she ever thought this would work out in her favor and the fact that it did work out in her favor for so long is insane. The when she's like, I don't know, I was just like swept up in it. And like I did like too how like she's you know, right? Every time you remember a memory, then like that's the memory. Yeah, like you rewrite mm-hmm. over the old one. So, you know, of course it starts with like oh, I don't really know. I didn't really know her. Like, I didn't even really feel anything when she died. Like, I was more, like, freaked out that I saw someone die. And, like, da-da-da-da. And then by the end of the book, she's, like, my best Best friend. friend. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that when she starts, she's, like, really? I'm just doing this because, like, Athena's amazing final work needs to see the light of day. Oh, my God. And then by the end, she's, like, Athena's like fucking mess that I whipped into shape. It's my story. The like how much she convinces herself from the beginning of the book to the end of the book that it actually is her story. If you really think about it, Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. wild. (laughs) I do wonder, and I'm only saying this because I often write things that I'm struggling with myself into things. I wonder if R.F. Quang was like plagued with an annoying white lady friend who. She's like, I bet she just wishes I would fucking die so she could take a hold. Because we've we've covered the Poppy War, which we've which I think has a lot of parallels with the last front. Oh, it's front. definitely like the stand-in for or the yeah. last front is a stand-in for the Poppy War for sure. Yeah. Um, which is like this overly ambitious, um, fictionalized, um, or not fictionalized, but like historical fiction. Uh, about this really, really dreadful racist real thing that happened um that's criticized for being too well we, too violent too we, mm-hmm. you know i was i was just gonna say we read goodreads or you read goodreads reviews of the poppy war that to me seemed like they could have directly inspired yes. Yes. yellow face because it was like yes. people accusing her of not having a right to tell the story or people being using like, you're just horror. using real mm-hmm. horror for your own profit. I wonder if there was like a review in there somewhere that like speculated whether she was even Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that that like inspired yellow mm-hmm. face maybe. But this uh, like you can really feel how easily this might have just been pulled from. A, a tamer version of mm-hmm. this accusation against mm-hmm. June. Yes. And also like we, we've talked about this where it's like, I, we are sure that she received notes from white editors or white executives or white, whatever, who were like, Oh, this is a little bit icky because it seems like, I don't know if people want to read about like a baby being torn in half, but it's like, but this happened. So I have to, or the like, do they have to be saying so many Chinese words at us? Oh my god, the names thing. Or um Do you remember that? Like when she couldn't was like, there be like a sympathetic white character? <laughs> yes. Or when like um when she's like, ugh, it's just like so confusing. Like, why does everyone have the same last name? And like what like ugh, I'd had to rename a bunch of people because because like, it was too confusing. And like I understand that it was accurate, but like it was it was keeping the reader at an arm's length. <laughs> all of the like subtly racist workings of June's mind mm-hmm. that she isn't even aware of. She's she's racist. She's a racist character. Mm-hmm. Like in a tamer it's like 
not like she wants uh anyone dead or like wishes no. violence on anyone but she is so clearly like it's like a xenophobic kind of racism where it's just like uh it's just like so confusing and other Mm-hmm. Or when she goes to Athena's um, funeral and she's like, Ugh, I can only take so much of people that won't speak English to me and um, either can't or won't. Yeah, yeah, either can't or won't speak English. And with that like pungent Chinese food, it was yeah. like. Or this moment that we talked about when she was like, when when oh, yeah. she's finally being accused um, and she decides that what she's going to do is um, like, spin oh, it. no, she was discovered. She's going to write. She's basically, she's decided she's going to write yellow face. She's just going to write like yeah. the tr a, a fictionalized account of what she did to like recontextualize and try to take control of the narrative again. And she's like, and like, maybe it'll get optioned and like Florence Pugh will play me and that woman from Crazy Rich Asians will play Athena. And it's like just the subtle the levels, not there. knowing Constant Wu's name, yeah. Constance Wu's name or not being willing to like look it up like yeah a woman who's supposedly immersed herself mm -hmm. in like chinese military history like couldn't even retain constance wu's names yeah well it's and wild. even <laughs> and even referencing crazy rich asians specifically which is like the whitest movie you could pick from like asian cinema because yeah, it had mainstream success yeah you know, it wasn't like that. It just feels so, it feels like when people watch Crazy Rich Asians and they're like, oh my God, like Asian guys can be hot. And it's like, yes. oh my God. Or like all of Hollywood is like, could we profit off of Asians? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Asians watch we'll stuff. We'll go to cinema? <laughs> yeah. Um, there were so many little really good details that were like revealing just like just how ill-equipped these people are to market something like this. Mm -hmm. I, I wrote down one and it was so funny. It was like when they're promoting the book, right? And it's like, oh my gosh. And like, if you sign up early, you can take this quiz to see which Zodiac <sighs> you're most affinity with. Um, and it's like, that's not what the fucking Zodiac is. It's like, why do you need to take It's not a, a personality quiz. test. You can just like know what year you were born. Born. like that's not even what the fuck it is yeah it's so it's like yeah so the fact that it's not even like oh and you'll get like you know whatever year based on yeah. yeah based on like what your chinese zodiac sign is um no it's instead which one you like vibe with so funny and the fact that like and then you get like oh wasn't it like you get a selection of teas from Taiwan, and mm -hmm. then that's a whole thing because it's mm -hmm. like uh, Taiwan's Taiwan struggle yeah. for independence from China. And so it's like, and you're taking Taiwanese teas and using yeah. it for a Chinese story. It's just like, oh, disgusting, disgusting all over it. And it was so funny. All of these subtle little, like, yeah, firings at the publishing industry. I hold on. I want to see, and I loved this too because I've I've definitely complained about this to you before, um, just like as my own experience as an Asian creator of people being like, "Well, your story has to be Asian." And it's like it is because it's mine, and it's like, mm -hmm. well, no. I mean, it should be it's like an immigrant story, yeah, <laughs> or like you know, like it it. It's really interesting. Um, hold on. I'm trying to see. Uh, oh, it was in my notes. That's right. Because I, I wrote like two things down. 
Oh, just other small details. And this is not one revealing racism, but I did like it, is that she gets these two like boomer friends and one is definitely a stand in for Danielle Steele. Um, and they're like both uh, female authors, too. And they're kind of like her girl boss squad or whatever. I think and there's three. There's but oh, yeah, one there's is three. more younger. Yes. And she's a little quieter. I think the two older ones are yeah more vocal about more like vocal. oh my god girl you're so in the right blah 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 blah, blah. yeah <laughs> um where she the details of like the punctuation and like spaces between that and like exclamation points and then also like weird capitalizations of like that is not a good idea but like capital yeah. n a capital a g and i so it, it felt so re like she's so good at like populating this with people we know it's so specific. Mm -hmm. the, yeah, that she nails the specificity of every character and situation. And I think so. So just as like an overall, mm -hmm. I really I loved the experience of reading this book. It was so I was like compulsively reading it. I did not want to set it down. Mm -hmm. um, it was so like incisive and and funny, but also horrifying <laughs> and mm -hmm, sad. Mm -hmm. And I was really sad when when Athena died at the beginnings. It's like, you know what's going to happen, but it's like I right know. when they're really like getting along. Mm -hmm. um, but my, my overall criticism is just that like there isn't actually so much of a story mm -mm. to the book. Um, so we just, we really get, like what is a very straightforward like this is what would happen and this is the like and it really does live like the the story is of her reputation mm -hmm. and not of very much like real world mm -hmm. consequences so in that way it's like it's very accurate mm -hmm. but i would have liked more of a like in person story mm -hmm. to it because mm -hmm. we didn't go too deep on any character but June. But we are we are in June's head, too. So it's like, where else are we going to go? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just would have liked it if a little more happened. Because it's like, it really feels like it's building to something. And then it's just like, Caroline reappears. Mm -hmm. And I fucking knew it was Caroline. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then there's like a brief altercation at the end and then everything goes right back to being all lived online. Oh, my God. Well, and, and I think that, too, like kind of the criticism, right, that you're having is a criticism of that world where you're like, yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Just close your fucking laptop. Get off your yeah. phone. Like, go so it's like Even as I'm saying it, I'm like, yeah. I guess that's the point. That's too, the point. Is, is just yeah. how it's so internal. Real. Yeah, it's so mm -hmm. it's such an internal story. Yeah, I, I, it didn't really bother me as much. I did read it in one sitting because I was just like, what the fuck? It, it is when you get, it felt like I literally just yesterday was like, I saw Twitter beef and I was like, what is this? And I like started yeah. Googling. And then like hours later, I was like, okay, I guess now I know about this beef. That reductress like, headline of <laughs> woman spends her like, her, oh, one, yes. like her few fleeting moments on earth researching a Twitter beef yes. or something. Very real. <laughs> like 40 minutes. I, I wasn't bothered by it. I mm -hmm. was just like, that you wanted more. is what would have like elevated it for me personally. Mm -hmm. But I do think like, particularly as I'm talking about it, that's probably kind of the point mm -hmm. is, is it's getting at like how petty and online and 
sniping and, and yeah. vicious. Yeah. It's just so, and that's the other thing too, is that there are people like her agent is like, just stop, just stop, looking at it. stop yeah. looking at it. And she's like, I can't. And, and it is. And, and I think we both know that feeling, right. Of just like staring at your screen and knowing like, just fucking stop, just stop. Don't look at mm -hmm. it. Don't think about it. Yeah. Just stop. It, it's basically, it's not happening unless you're looking at it. Mm -hmm. It's like a tree in the forest. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Oh, I loved so many of the little details too of like, when she's like, Oh, so I guess I do have some people defending me. Okay, so they, hmm, they might be Nazis. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't love that. Her, she gets a sales bump because Fox News has decided to make her one of their little causes of like, how about this poor white woman who's being accused of plagiarism? Yeah, by the woke mob. Uh-huh. Um, it is plagiarism. It's plagiarism, though. It is. She did plagiarize. Oh, there was a <sighs> passage I really liked that got it that that I highlighted. Let me see if I can find it. But go um, ahead with what you were. Oh yeah. Say. Um. Well, just that she. Um. I loved too, though, that like there were some uh, criticisms that were valid about very vocal leftist people on the internet. And as a leftist myself, I, I'm like, guys, let's calm down. And it's literally actually very similar to this Twitter beef that I was researching the other day. So basically, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, while you're looking for that, I'll just very quickly recap what's going on in this fucking Twitter thing. So like this guy um, who's like gender nonconforming guy uh, uh, was streaming Baldur's Gate. And he just says to himself, like, he like does this little song where he's like, it's a it's a um, musical parody of I like boys, but it's I like girls. And then it's just like him talking about all the different types of girls he likes. And it's like all different kinds of girls, any kinds of girls. He basically likes them and he it, he animates it. He's like, oh, I'll animate it. People on my stream liked it. And mm -hmm. he only meant for it to go out to his stream. Mm -hmm. And then someone else on the Internet retweeted it. And, and also like this was two years ago It was before all the Lizzo stuff kind of came out or whatever mm -hmm. and now this guy's getting attacked from all sides for it being he's a freak because he like dresses up like a cat or something and he's mm -hmm. gender non-conforming so the right-wing people are like disgusting freak uh -huh. and then the leftist people are like um wow that's really race or sexist against women because you are objectifying them and saying um what you like about women and that's really gross and so everyone and like it's just non-stop like everyone is attacking this guy for <sighs> either not being 
queer enough or leftist enough or progressive enough or for being like a freak fr- fr- in the eyes of like the right he wing. He can't win with the right or left. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so I was like reading, I was researching, researching. And one of the Reddit comments, I really like it. And I think we've we've kind of talked about this where when you are someone in a queer space and you create something that's not perfect enough or not representative of enough of every single individual person in that queer space, and then they reject you for it, that actually hurts you more because you're like, I'm used to being rejected by like Bible thumpers or whatever. Like I thought this was supposed to be a safe space and I'm telling you my experience and you're telling me it's wrong and bad because it's not yours. But all I'm saying is I like all kinds of girls. That's all I'm saying. Also, like, why are we, you could come at it another way and attack the people who are attacking him for mm-hmm. not being, like, sex positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it's just, like, no one is going to be the ideal. No, everyone's just themselves. we all expect it of each other mm-hmm. online. And it's so easy to attack somebody and find, because we're all trying to find a take. Mm-hmm. And the most right take. People love being right. And oh, when she talks about the glee that people have on like l- latching on to something. Mm-hmm. That is real. I do feel that that's not an inaccurate portrayal of someone being like, I want to cancel this person. So, ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait to like tear this person down. It's going to feel so good. Because that's still bullying. And that is the feeling mm-hmm. behind bullying. It's um, like that story about um, uh, that woman who wrote... Um, uh, uh, actually, like, I, I didn't read it, but people were saying it was a really good short piece of science fiction based on that, like, right wing or, like, 4chan or 8, whatever, <laughs> um, um, like, joke about gender, the, the, like, I, I identify as, like, a... Oh, a, a, a attack hel- helicopter? Yes, mm-hmm. um... And so she wrote a story based on that, like if as if a, a, an attack helicopter like was mm-hmm. sentient, and she, and she just wrote this like really interesting story, and people were liking it. But then a bunch of people on the left started to speculate, like, well, does she like have the right to tell this story? Like, is this woman trans? And they couldn't figure it out. And so they a bunch of people were like, I can tell by the writing that she isn't, and like uh. doesn't. This sounds like it was written by a like cis straight woman blah 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 and it turned out it was written by a woman who was like trying to like just Figure doing like out. baby steps mm-hmm. out of the closet like decide like coming out as being a trans woman mm-hmm. and all of this just like freaked her out and she had to like go to a retreat for her mental health and 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 it sent her back into the closet and She's like still not revealing her true identity, but like she was trying to like be like, yeah, I I I'm a woman. I, th- I think I'm it. a woman, mm-hmm. yeah, and explore it. And this just like sent her right back into the closet, and now she's still living as a man because she yeah. like the response online to it was so horrifying and traumatic for her, which is yeah. so sad. But so it's like we're eating our own. <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, th- that and guy, so is the right. Well, the and the that guy that I was talking about. Also, there was another contingent I forgot to mention that all just said it was cringe and embarrassing, which like, sure, maybe it is a, 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 a mm-hmm. you think it's cringe, whatever. I watched the video and it really pushed nothing in me. I was just like, OK, like I felt nothing. So, but apparently 
people freaked out. And so he, and it was like for two years, because I think he made the video two years ago, and whatever. And so finally he released a thing where he's like, I think I'm not going to make things anymore. And if I do, I'll just make it for myself and I'll keep it private because this really sucks. And it's not worth it to have everyone from from just a dumb video. He's like, this was a dumb video that I made for my fans who liked it. And yeah, when now something it's... leaves your circle, mm -hmm. it's like rather than people either going like, oh, I don't like that and just moving on. Yeah. They have to try to take you down mm -hmm. entirely. Yeah. Um, well, and that was like some, something someone said where they were like, they called him a, a weird cat boy. <laughs> and and um, someone else was like, well, you shouldn't be able, you can't call him that. And they were like, no, I should be able to. And it should just be nothing. And you can do gentle ribbing that doesn't matter. But instead, people take on this like identity politics thing where they're just like, well, is he actually allowed is to he make identifying a, his cat? Yeah. 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 And it's like this whole thing. And so it it just kind of got out of hand. That's like everything. Everything gets out of hand. And I'm I'm not I don't like how Twitter is dying, but it's probably for the best that Twitter is dying yeah. because it really is just like bringing out our worst impulses. Like, yes, it's done some good. It it allows people to collectively organize in a way mm -hmm. that they couldn't before. But I think in the back, like in the end, in the balance, I think more harm has come of it than good because everybody getting together, we're all just mobbing. Mm -hmm. And there is no perfect piece of anything. There's no perfect mm -mm. piece of art. And so if instead of something being allowed to be like good but imperfect, it gets taken down mm -hmm. for not being perfect mm -hmm. it's like it was it was like mostly good mm -hmm. um here's the i found the passage i was thinking of uh that kind of gets at all of this <laughs> it only takes a little exploring around the seedier corners of the internet to learn what's going on alt-right free speech proponents have made me their cause celebrate i and my pretty anglo-saxon face have become the become the perfect victim of the left-wing fascist cancel culture mob Parentheses. It appears the alt-right cares a lot about due process, but only when the accused has done something like sexual assault or racially mo motivated plagiarism. <laughs> That's really funny. I, I like that. Fox News. Yeah, that that was the sentence I was thinking of. Um, oh, and yeah, so the end of it was just a popular Fox News co-host encourages all of his millions of viewers to support me so that Eden doesn't drop me from their list. Uh Eden is the publisher, which has created a strange situation in which thousands of Trump voters are buying a book about mistreated Chinese laborers. <laughs> yeah. Um, we need to talk about the Annie Waters segment. Annie Waters meme. <laughs> so, okay, wait. So it begins, because this, it begins with the, um, the young woman, um, nurse person or something like that right like what is she she's like a it's, so I'll, I'll read the passage uh it's just so it's like how could she not hear how bad this sounds because when you're so wrapped in it when you're so wrapped in it it's wild though 
There's one scene which occurs 200 pages into the novel that all the critics are obsessed with. Indeed, every negative review mentions it by at least the third paragraph. Annie Waters, a character I'd expanded from Athena's draft, the 17-year-old daughter of YMCA missionaries, visits the laborer's camp alone to hand out Bibles and Christmas biscuits. The men who haven't seen their wives or any women of their kind in months understandably ogle over her. Understandably ogle over her. She's blonde, slim, and pretty. Of course they can't get enough of her. <laughs> One asks if he can kiss her on the cheek, and since it's Christmas time, she bashfully permits it. I thought the scene was touching. <laughs> Here we have people divided by language and race who are nonetheless able to share a tender moment in the middle of a war. The scene also fixed an earlier gripe Daniela had with the novel, which was that it centered almost entirely on men. The era of the macho war story is over, she'd written. We need to start elevating female perspectives. Athena's original draft didn't include the kiss. In her version, Annie was a sheltered, fidgety girl who thought the laborers were dirty, frightening thugs. Athena's Annie told the men a frigid Merry Christmas and left the biscuits at the edge of the barbed wire enclosure, then skirted timidly away from the men like the men were dogs that would break free of their leashes and maul her to death if given the chance. <laughs> it's clear Athena was trying to point out all the racism the laborers suffered from uh, people fighting on their own side, but there was already so much of that throughout the book. It was starting to feel heavy-handed, repetitive. Why not include a scene that showed the potential for interracial love instead? Can't we all get behind decrying anti-miscegenation? <laughs> oh my god. The fact... I mean, the fact that it's like she completely misses <sighs> the fucking point... <laughs> Like, and putting this thing in, too, of, like, it feels very, do they even know it's Christmas? Yes. You know? Like, she's very, like, like, obviously, like, the Christian missionaries did good, too. So, I'm just portraying that. Oh, my God. When she gets under fire for, like, portraying the, like, when she's, like, well, like, there were some people that were really interested in converting and like enthusiastically did so. And so we should be showing them. Um, and it's like, oh, maybe, okay. but I it's don't just think. like if you're going to steal this story as a white woman and make those changes, don't just don't stop. Just what don't. Are you doing? Stop just what are you it. fucking doing? And, I, I do think that this movie, or I mean, this book um, follows kind of a similar feeling and, like, path um, that, like, um, what's the movie? Adam Sandler, Gems. Uncut Gems. That Uncut Gems does. Where it's like, this person is given every opportunity to stop doing this. Just stop. Just stop. Mm -hmm. Just stop. Do it. Just stop doing this. Or to just... Do it better. Do it better. <laughs> like, I'm obviously not arguing in favor of that, but playing devil's advocate, just do it better. Just do it better. But yeah. that's the issue, too, is that, like, the type of person that would do this can't. Can't <laughs> do it better. And, yeah, she's just given because opportunity. she doesn't know her own blind spots. No. And, and she's so motivated by ego. And she wants to be a writer for the wrong reasons, right? Like, it's very clear that, like, I, and I think we know this kind of person where it's like, well, I want to be a writer so that, like, I'm famous for being a writer. I want to, I want to be a writer because, like, I want people to recognize me and I want to be on lists and I want awards and I want that mm -hmm. thing. And none of it is about the actual process of, like, creating something and, like, being proud of your work. It's well, she, all about external validation. Thinks it is. 
Well, she portrays it as such, but, but like it's very, you can see through it. It's so like what I loved, loved, loved is that at every turn, the only time she's inspired is when she's working off of somebody else's idea. Mm-hmm. And what she doesn't even realize is that's true of her high school notebooks too. I know they're because all like all it's all a take on this. Or yeah, yeah it's all just mm-hmm. imitating a another existing work. It's either a Twilight type story mm-hmm. or a I don't even remember the other ones. But yeah, it's all just it's it's like it's not fanfic, but it is fanfic adjacent in that like it is just ripping off that idea. Even in high school when she like thought she was just like purely like I think she does love the act of creation, but she can't break out of, she just, she simply doesn't know how to write her own ideas. She doesn't have Mm -hmm. them. She doesn't have her own ideas. She had one. Even her first novel is partly autobiographical. It's like based on her and her sister and their dad dying and how their mom was after their dad died. Um, But also that's the other thing too. It's like, a good writer could make something of that. A good writer can make something of anything. Mm-hmm. But the thing was that she just didn't fucking have it. I don't and think she has it. Yeah, she doesn't fucking have it. And I feel like I, 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 I just she can, but she can't do it on her own idea no. because Mother Witch is well received. But that was Athena's, and and like it is mostly original, but it was still based off of Athena's initial mm-hmm. like um, visual that she mm-hmm. had for this beginning of a story. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she doesn't see that, and I just kept thinking, just be an editor, just be an editor. Just be an editor. Teacher, you like just it. Just be an editor or a teacher. And she seems genuinely like a good teacher that first day when she's doing that mm-hmm. AAPI workshop. And then the, at the second day when they've discovered her whole backstory and she just turns into the cuntiest teacher. Oh my God. When she's possible. like, and then I won. I was like, oh. Against you, a high schooler. You destroyed like, a high schooler. You've just, like, she's so, and this is, this. she's so short-sighted, right? Like, she's so, like, win the battle, not thinking about the war. Like, mm-hmm. don't you realize your p- perception now? Like, don't you realize what that now they have all this ammo of, like, you are a petulant child? Like, Yeah, they go to the, the like, uh, head of the program and tell her that she was bullying Skylar. Which she was! She was! <laughs> And she's um, like, I guess she just can't take criticism. It's like, it was personal and you liked her story. Yeah. I, this is interesting to me. I, um, when, you know, c- kind of going off of her being like, because the only thing, she cannot just come up with, this was the other, oh my God, I loved this detail and I don't know where it is. But so she references um, this poet who has a practice of writing down, maybe I screenshotted it because, so she's like, okay, I need to come up with some, something to 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 motivate me and like make me feel fresh about my ideas. So I'm gonna do what this poet does, where she walks exactly around and she observes people. Yeah. Yes, and writes down one observation, just about anything she sees, and she'll like do that for a couple of days, and then that gives her ideas. And she she includes, um, I it's on um. Let me see. It's on page 227. Okay. It starts, I once met a poet. Okay. Um, I can't pull it up. So can you just read it? Yeah, sure. I, I, um, I loved, and then we'll talk about it. 
just like the contrast between what the poet what she writes and what she poet. writes. Yes. yes, I love that too. I once met a poet who carried a tiny notebook everywhere she went and wrote down at least one quippy observation about every encounter she had throughout the day. The barista's hair was a desperate shade of purple. The woman at the table beside her drew out the word yes like a stalling tactic. The boss's name slid off the doorman's tongue like rusty pennies. I don't create so much as I collect, explained the poet. The world is already so rich. All I do is distill the messiness of human life into a concentrated reading experience. I try the same thing on a day running errands around D.C. I record some thoughts on the dry cleaner. Crowded, efficient, owner is either Greek or Russian. And is it racist that I can't tell which? And in the K Street Trader Joe's, every time she came here, the, sel- the shelves seemed full of organic promise, but she always inevitably left with the same bag of ginger snaps and microwave fettuccine. I feel very scholarly and observant while I'm scribbling at the checkout counter, but when I get home, I can't find the spark in anything I've produced. It's all so bland. No one wants to read about the culinary politics of Trader Ming's. Well, and also her fucking... <laughs> so desperately not the same. It's so not the same. And her... Her observations of like, even that. Oh is my like god, racist. Well, and and also her being like, I go in there, and um, and I see all the organic produce around me, but I always end up leaving with ginger snaps. What? Boring. That's so, boring. That's so, so fucking boring. boring. That's so, so boring. fucking boring. That's so fucking boring. I would not even think. I know. The, it's like at least when she gets home, she recognizes that it's boring. But the fact that she even. St- like writes that down versus the like really interesting turns of phrase that the poet was coming up with hers are like wow this dry cleaner is efficient and is he russian i don't know yeah literally it's because she's not interested in other she's not an insightful person no no she's desperately not because like all of those two like like rusty pennies i was like ooh. A desperate shade of purple. Yeah, we get it. Saying we yes, like it. a stalling tactic. It's all so like evocative, evocative. and interesting. And yeah. yeah. Whereas hers are like, wow, I entered the Trader Joe's so full of promise. And. But like also you can you can take something like that. Right. And you can make it something else. Right. Like have it be about your lack of follow through or like your inability to stick to anything because you always take the easy way out or something like that. Not to like politicize food, which is like tricky in and of itself. But you know what I mean? Like you there is something there where she she isn't even self-aware enough to. Yeah. Where she's like, I live a life of unfinished beginnings or something, right? Like where it's yeah. like you have all these plans and you never do any of them because it's easier to feel sad and stay in place or something like that. Not that. That's a bad version. But you know what I or mean? It's, like it's what her problem with her writing is. is she she starts out feeling like, oh, I'm really going to come up with something. And then she ends up with the same bag of nothing. But that's it, right? That she it's, always ends up with. It's her being like... I'm going to come up with something. That thought right there, that's the problem. It's not, that's the I problem. have a thought or I have mm-hmm. an observation or I have mm-hmm. a feeling. It's like, I want to. Mm-hmm. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mm-hmm. Something else we've talked about is like you're you're in love with the the lifestyle or mm-hmm. the like online image of being a certain profession, mm-hmm. but you don't care enough about the profession to get better at it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you're spending all of your time the on the work of the profession. Yes. You're mm-hmm. spending all the of your time on the um, the accessories mm-hmm. of your profession. You're spending all of your time curating your online self that projects an image of being that profession. Meanwhile, you're not actually investing in the tools to get better or just straight up practicing your profession to get better or going mm-hmm. like, oh, I haven't gotten through to that next level. Where are my weaknesses? How can I fix them? What do other people do? to get better right what is their process instead she's just like um i guess i'll just i'll just like obsess about what people are saying about me and try to like reclaim my narrative all she all she really cares about is reclaiming the narrative of whether or not she did anything wrong she's not she wants to be a best-selling writer she doesn't want to create the thing that will sell Well, because she's so obsessed with like this general idea that there is like a world mythology and that she's going to she has to take place in this record of history. But it's like there isn't like in the huge span of things, there isn't nothing fucking matters. So like get joy. I mean, but that's the thing. There's a lot of people they can't get because she has no idea who she is. And we do see a peak of why she feels like she must matter because her mom does not fucking care about her. It's like she cares, but it, the they're not giving her the validation that she wants. The mom is like, I don't think writing is stupid. I just don't want you to get hurt. Well, that detail of like when she comes home, this I was like, oh, interest. this is an interesting detail to include. So right when she comes home, she's obviously like had the worst fucking year of her life. And her mom's just like, oh, come in and like go upstairs and go yeah, through these things. She doesn't ask her any questions. And yeah. there is this like baseline disinterest in how are you really? And I'm going to refuse to meet you on that level. And so I do think she's like chasing this feeling to matter and be exceptional while not being exceptional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because her mom and sister aren't giving her the validation she craves it's like they're they're worried about they, it's like they want her to be happy but they're not giving her what she needs to be happy mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is validation artistic validation mm-hmm. and acknowledgement of the accolades she's received mm-hmm. what they are doing is worrying about whether she has a retirement and so it's like mm-hmm. it's it's a very classic i'm an artist but my parents are just worried about whether I can support myself. And it's like, that is an, ex- it's an expression of care. It's just mm-hmm. not the one that you want mm-hmm. from them. Yes. And there's also like. Because that's what like, I had for, with like my dad. I mean, that's what I have with my parents. My, I mean, even now my mom's like, 
She's like, do you need money? Because and I'm like, no, I'm, I mean, yeah. yes, but I'm no. <laughs> um, but like, yes, but stop. Also, there is this thing, right, where she's like, well, they're not like relating to me. And it's like, that's because you have no sense of self outside of this label of artist, which you know they don't care about. And you have no personhood. She has no personhood or identity outside of this label mm -hmm. writer. And she doesn't give a shit about their stuff either. No, she doesn't care. And only when it helps her. Only mm -hmm. when she's like, oh, I could figure out like um, yeah, how to hack. So yeah, I'm going to talk to my brother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, she's so self-centered. Yeah, she just she's like, oh, I'll engage in an actual conversation with you now that I like thought of something you could give me. Yeah. that I want. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I feel like she is so many of those people that I've interacted with, who when you talk to them, you can like you meet them at a party or something, and they're like, oh, what do you do? And you can see the light go out of their eyes if you are not someone that can help them. And then you immediately see them starting to look, okay, who can I talk to next? Mm -hmm. um, it's, I, I've, I've had that experience. I had it recently where I was not in the industry that this person wanted to network in. Mm -hmm. And so they were just like, mm, fun. So you're like a creator. And I was like, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but like they definitely wanted a more like business type of networking. Um, yeah. And then I've had the opposite, right? Where someone's like, oh, so you've been, oh my God, like people will pop into my life. Yes. Yeah. And they'll be like, you've been voicing a lot of video games lately. That's so cool. I'm like, you've literally never asked me anything about myself yeah. until now. Like, how'd you do that? And why wasn't it me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How, how'd you get that? Mm, oh, I don't know. Just like 20 auditions a day for years. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking trying to kill myself on mic. Like, give me a break. Um, but it is, yeah, it's 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 interesting being on both sides of it and having someone just be like, Yeah, it's like you don't want either. Yeah. No. You just well, want somebody who wants to relate to you on a human level. I was literally just talking about this. Oh, we were at this party. We were talking about someone else that I had met. Um, and we were talking about like a person encountering a, a, a group of people with the intention to like, I want to make a good impression rather than I want to connect with someone. Yeah. And it's like a very like self-motivated thing that I don't think they're definitely not cognizant of. They're not, mm -hmm. they're just like, oh, I'm socially anxious. And they just look at it like that. And it's like, well, but also you're obsessed with making a good impression and not connecting with someone. Like you yeah, just like, want them to like you. You don't care about them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be thought well of, but you don't understand how to do the thing that will make them think well of you. Yeah. Someone will think well of you if you're, like, interested in what just they have to say. And, like, them, if yeah. you're just having a conversation. Um, like, listening and responding in kind. And yes. <laughs> saying things that make sense and are directly related to the thing that was just said. <laughs> and not just, like, saying something really fucking weird and like random, random and crazy. Yeah. And, like, that you have obviously been thinking about. But you don't care about anything anyone else is saying. Um, yeah, it's uh, that is definitely. I loved the detail in this book at the very beginning when she's like, Athena thinks she's like better than all of us because like we all like promote each other and say like, oh my god, love this WIP I just got sent. Ooh, I love this cover that so and so has on their thing. Which, hmm, am I about to like make a bunch of people hate me? Because. <laughs> All Athena does is 
post shit she's done, she's worked on, she's proud of, whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know if I should say this. I I just I just feel like when people are <laughs> overly effusive about each other. It's a fine line. Per- performatively on social media. And they're just like, this is a so-and-so appreciation post. I'm like, huh? Why? Like, so truly why? For to what? Like, For likes? To endear yourself to them and to the people who follow you who like them, you will seem like you're closer to them than maybe you really are. Yeah, or something like, to me, that's creating, and it's also creating a, this is us, we're part of this, and then you guys are the fans, and you guys like this. It's just a kind of branding and like like social media behavior that I don't really understand. Like I understand, like I would you know watch something or read something that someone did, and if it if ooh, <laughs> I just got totally punished. My little like thing got knocked off. Um, but like I, I could see myself being like, oh, I I have to like you know publicly say how much I loved this thing. That's totally fine. But when it's just like I, this person is so amazing, and they're such a lovely, I, I, I just don't, I just don't get it. Text them then, yeah. Text them and tell them it, like, wow, I just want to let you know, like, I really appreciate our friendship. Yeah, it's like so, it's so tricky because, because I think you can do it genuinely, and you can see when it is genuine, mm-hmm. but you can also see when it's not. And I don't know how to describe when it's not. Yeah, and it's like I both. It's just yeah, it's so hard to define the difference between genuine and wanted and disingenuous and for appearances mm-hmm. and for well, I just like, feel like the performance of it. There's a certain type of person who's like trying to sell this brand of like, we're all the famous people in this industry. We all have made it. Wow. Look at all of us. And like, kind of creating this like maniacal after the angels thing of like, oh my God, wow. Like, can you imagine? Like appear successful. Make make it really. Like we're the successful. you're on the inside. I'm on the inside. I'm on the inside, you guys. And and this is how you know it because I know them. Yes. And like, we are a thing. Like we are on this side and you are just the hoi polloi and you're going to like it because. And. If you're a fan of them, you should also be one of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or even like, here's a reminder. We're like this crew and we make this stuff. Like it just, I'm like, then make something. Or actually, I I don't know why it rubs me the wrong way so much. And sometimes I do see it and it is genuine or like. I think it's so because, like, also like the phrase, this is a blank appreciation post has become like such a meme. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you're somebody who says that, you are the type of person who says that. And it's not yeah. just like saying it anymore. You're like a type of person who mm-hmm. blank. It's, it's just a, like, so I did a thing. Cul- you're someone who cultivates an image of yourself online instead of just existing in the world. Mm-hmm. And then posting a- about your life in a a more straightforward, less curated way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I could because I, I could see, too, if it's like, hey, guys, you know, so and so like, let's say a person's been publicly saying, like, I've been going through a hard time or something like that. Right. And you could even be like, hey, so and so's going through a tough time. Like, let's show them, you know, how much we love them or something yeah, like that. Show them some love. Yeah, yeah sure. Or, or it's so and so's birthday. 
Yeah. Or um, so-and-so just made this thing and I'm so proud of them because this thing is fucking awesome. But it's just this general, I think it's also like people that want- It's a voice thing. It is a voice, it is. And you can hear it. Yes. Yes. And there's a difference. And and it's very like, well, we should be famous just because we're like cute friends. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but no one should be famous for just being cute friends. I'm sorry. But people are- Except us. <laughs> but people are just a fan of cute friends. Cute friends, yes, they are parasocial. I mean, that's what and podcasts like, are. That's what we sell. That's yeah. It's it is, and it's mm-hmm. it's just like I think it just comes down to intention. What's your intention with the post? Are you is your intention to just like genuinely praise your friend, or is your intention to throw a little bit of the spotlight that's on them on yourself? Yeah, I mean, and I think I've done both. I've done both just a genuine appreciation of a friend. Mm-hmm. And I've also done a like, hey, I want everybody to know that this very famous person who just made this movie mm-hmm. is my friend. Mm-hmm. And and they were my friend before you. <laughs> it is really funny when people are like, but it is funny when people are like, oh, my God, huge congrats to, you know, Kelly for this thing. I remember when we and I'm like, what memory could you possibly have? We are not friends not friends and i really don't know what you could possibly be about to reference <laughs> it's so funny and, and it's not like i've had a million before I, i've never had someone it's not like i've had a bunch of people do that it's very rare but it is it's just interesting like this is a very too online conversation right because like in the real world god isn't it lovely when someone's just like yeah i don't know about that i'm not involved in that world it's like oh Mm-hmm. I wish. I wish. I guess it's important to just kind of look at it like it's a TV show instead of it's like a real way real to life. express who you are. Yeah. Social media. I don't yeah. think it, it, it's certainly like maybe once upon a time it could have been. Now it truly is like anything you post is such a choice. Mm-hmm. It's who, this is who I am. Yeah. Everything is like every just everyone sounds like a teenager with like, well, here's the band I like and that's that's the that's who I am. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Here's what I do and that's who I am. Here's yeah. my sexual orientation and that's who I am. Well, it's here's literally my neurodivergence and that's who mm-hmm. I am. Here's my chronic illness and that's who I am. Here's, here's my fandom, and that's who I am. Yeah, my fandom, that's who I am is a big, it's a big, big one. one. Big one. Especially for like Marvel and Star Wars and like those yeah. people. Yeah. And it's just, it's, everything is a, here's blank and that's who I am. And whenever someone is doing that, it's a sign that they don't know who they are. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Well, because you need this external label. Because it's like, here's, it like, if, like, making an announcement about your identity is so reductive yeah. for yourself you yeah. are flattening yourself yes. by saying and that's who i am because it should be so indefinable than that yeah it sh- it's it's you cool that it's amorphous. no one can just say blank and that's who mm-hmm. i am mm-hmm. it's a thing you're interested in yeah it's mm-hmm. a diagnosis you've received mm-hmm. it's uh who you want to have sex with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's not the entirety of who you are but mm-hmm. people especially in their bios of anything now try to like list all of their stuff mm-hmm. well and every tweet an now ide- kind all of these identity markers yeah and every tweet or every instagram post or whatever instagram less so because people are just kind of posting whatever they want to fucking post but like a lot of times every tweet has to be the bio 
Like it yeah. has to be so like you can be like unimpeachable. Right. Well, because people will try to impeach you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like people like who I politically agree with and who I like, like generally share the same worldview. Um, so I don't know. It's and that's I just, what I thought. Like so much of our conversations now are just like, here's why I hate the internet. Here's yeah. why I hate. Here's why I hate social media. And here's it should what just is be horrifying and like tiring and disheartening. About it should just be. Um, it should just be. Um, like message boards. It should just be message boards and like forums if you want to talk about stuff. And then like, just like, here's what I want to for people that are curious. Here's a picture mm-hmm. of like my dog or whatever, you know. I guess it should be Discord because that also has mods and people can be like, you're acting whack. Goodbye. But that's not like Discord is kind of. disagree about yeah, what who's is acting right. whack and what mm-hmm. is whack. And, and then the moderator is like has to themselves be a perfect example of a mm-hmm. community member. It just is like it's 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 real life on steroids because it's so everybody's just flattening themselves. Yes. For for their online personas. Yeah. I I I feel it though. I literally just felt it right now and I'm pretty much always right. So I I feel it. I feel it and I feel like we're going to pivot away from that. I just think people are tired of it. I think, I think people. I think so too. Yeah, people th- are I mean, tired I, of having to be like. Certainly, so Elon Musk buying Twitter <laughs> is, and I think this age we're in is a swing away from what it used to be. Because like when we were teenagers, oh, yeah. it was like no labels, no labels. I don't, I, I can't. You can't label mm-hmm, me. Don't label me. Mm-hmm, you can't mm-hmm. put me in a box. You can't define me. And then now we're in an age of labels, labels, labels. There's something inevitably very we're gonna have to swing away from that. Yeah. yeah, there's something very satisfying about taxonomy and like placing something in a thing and then being like, well, this is how like people like saying, oh, this is why I look at the world this way or this is why I'm this way, because it just makes it easier. Right. And it doesn't it kind of doesn't put any blame on you because you're and like it's usually a way to main character themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's why I'm more special and unique than you. Mm-hmm. And here are all my labels. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. makes me more at the center. Mm-hmm. And I do think that it having a diagnosis or having um, labels and like things like that, it is certainly helpful to be able to maneuver the world and kind of like understand like, okay, these are the things that harm my ability to um, interact with this world and here are the things that can help and here's some tools. And all of this is a way for me to more easily participate in our reality that's great and i think that it is helpful um i just think that there kind of is like this idea that like self-betterment is bad or like not self-betterment but like trying not to be a mean person to other people is bad i i don't know how to describe it it's not seen as mean if you're bullying somebody who's wrong about a social issue right and i think that's and so kind that's of- why we're all having to have trying to have the most perfect take and i think it's like a lot of people they get to a mental health or or like way oh my god you just got a thumbs up in your thing because you went like this don't thumbs up me right now that's Wait, not try what to I'm do saying. try to do peace to see if it does the does it, does it do it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
gone. Mm-mm, mm-mm, we mm-mm. we were bunny, testing bunny, this. Bunny, 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 bunny. <laughs> <laughs> we're testing this because when we did a Zoom with Ryan, every time she did peace yeah. for some reason, like balloons fell down. <laughs> or yeah, she was doing something. Because she was like yeah. two times. And yeah, then like and balloons. Like, balloons. <laughs> but it was like we were talking about something bad. Like she was yeah. like, and it happened two times. And then it was like, congratulations. <laughs> so Apple or Zoom has done a very strange new thing. Um, But people like are receiving a diagnosis like like about their like the way their brain works or a mental health issue. Mm -hmm. And rather than going great. Now, how can I Mm -hmm. take this knowledge to find ways to adapt to the general way the world works Mm -hmm. and live my life easier mm-hmm. i mean that's what instead, i instead it's just like I'm, here's my diagnosis everybody else around me has to change mm-hmm. based on that diagnosis i don't have to do anything and you also can't criticize me because i'm blank mm-hmm. and it's not like and and when we're talking about this we're not talking about like reasonable accommodate accommodations under ada or anything like no, that no no well, like not like you know like it's when I need more time like for like tests or something rigid it's when you're being fucking mean to somebody or fucking rude to somebody like hmm like okay when i first i mean and this was a while ago like this was before the adhd discourse became Pop. a thing <laughs> yeah when i first learned that i struggle with that i was like great okay now i know i'm going to look up like and talk with my um, psychologist about what are some ways that I can not always be late to things that I can like actively function in a better way. Yes. Okay. These are the tools. Okay. I know now that if, if I plan something with someone, I need to put it in a calendar immediately. Otherwise it doesn't exist to me. Things like that. And I, and I was like very excited about like, oh, finally I can get my life together. Great. And I don't have it together, but it's more together now than before. You're extremely um, organized, yeah. Mm. Because, but it's because you stay on top of it and you work hard at it. Yeah. Well, and and the issue with that is that like if one of my systems fails, it kind of all falls apart for like a week, and it's very bad. But for the most part, for the non-week that it's apart, it is good. But like, I feel like there are people that are just like, well, I just have time blindness, and that's just what I have. So I'm just like, that's, I'm going to be that's late. It. I'm just going to be late. You have to accept it. And if you get mad at me, you're yeah. a bad person. And it's like, bitch. People use it as a an shield alarm. against criticism. Yeah. Instead of, oh, now that I know this about myself, mm-hmm. I can find ways to make my life easier. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. inevitably, the world is going to mostly function toward what the average person is like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are reasonable accommodations that can be made and should be made. But then there mm-hmm. are things where you're just deflecting. Yeah. Well, and also, I am so much more likely to, because I, you and I are both late to things, especially our own podcast. But like, I am so much more likely to, because you were also, we're both very honest about why we're late to things. If someone says to me, like, shit, you know, I'm sorry, I really fucked up. And like, I just did not manage my schedule today. And like this, it's on me. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'll try to do better. Yeah, that's fine. That's like literally all I ever want to hear from somebody. But if someone's like, like "Mm, ADHD brain, I'm late. I'm like, okay, but that's not cute. Yeah. That's that's actually really fucking annoying because 
you're still looking at it through your own like a very navel gazy lens rather than oh there's another person that i'm interacting with that's affected by this Mm -hmm. it's still all like you 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 yeah yeah it is still all you 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 um when i think the beauty in the goal of labels is to be able to like better understand each other too and there isn't really for a lot we of haven't people, been doing a lot of that. haven't yeah. been doing that when yeah I, I think it's a lovely way to be able to be like oh now i understand like how this person deals with the world and like how i might be dealing with the world and how those things are different and blah 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 so that is interesting it's like uh, there's not a lot of meeting each other halfway there's not a lot of oh let me make some reasonable accommodations yeah. for that way yeah. that for you and then on your end you'll make some changes so that we can like meet in the middle and we'll both be making mm-hmm. each other's lives better. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's, well, here's why you can't get mad at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is true that different things make different people's lives a different level of difficult. That is true. That's true. Um, that's just any two people. That's yeah. just any, you, 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 you pick any two people in the freaking world and they've got different different, you know, ways that they deal with it. Um. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. But again, and I'm finding myself participating in this very discourse that I that we were criticizing. I do. I am afraid that people are going to misunderstand what we're talking about and say oh, that yeah. we're fucking boomers about it. And I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. I just want to be so clear. And I understand and that that need to be clear. Don't love me. This is why I don't. Yeah, jump in on that discourse. Oh God, no! On Twitter, <gasps> are you joking? Because like you can't just like fully have like a conversation about it. No. Yeah. No. Whereas like, I mean, maybe this is a little bit um, what's the word like echo chambery? Because both of us generally agree with each other on this, and we already knew that going into this, and we yeah. knew, and so we were like, <laughs> well, I know it'll be safe, blah blah. blah. Yeah. But and and I do hope that like, and it's like, I, wow, we're so right. Our opinion that we already held. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But I would say, like, if someone was like, because I agree, finding the label of ADHD was tremendously helpful for me. And I'm sure that, like, for you, finding labels are tremendously helpful for you. Yeah, like, learning I had bipolar 2 disorder. Yeah, it's super just that, helpful. Like, you have to go past that. It's like, okay, knowing that, what can I change then? How, how can I adapt mm-hmm. to the world to make my life better, to make the lives of those around me better? Mm-hmm. What do I have to do? What treatment do I have to seek? How do I have to change mm-hmm. knowing this about myself now? Instead of bipolar 2 is my whole personality now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and I think, yeah, there there is that. Because I don't feel, I think I did when I was like 19, but I do not feel the desire to define myself as, like, I don't feel the need to de- describe myself in one sentence. I don't mm-hmm. ever... I wouldn't know where to begin. <laughs> I wouldn't know how or what that sentence would consist of. 
bad bitch with a fat ass and big old swanging titties. That's what I want people to say about me. All of which, not really true. <laughs> Your Twitter bio just reads bad bitch with a fat ass. Yep. And that's big swinging me. naturals. That's me. <laughs> big naturals. Mm-hmm. No, I'm in the itty bitty titty committee, unfortunately. I mean, right I guess you. that could be me. I guess I'm I'm a little I'm more average now that I'm a older and b have been breastfeeding for over a year. Oh my god, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. That'll blow them things up. Mm-hmm. They are still <laughs> different sizes, though. <laughs> Hell yeah, queen, stay <laughs> unique. Um. Yeah, I, I think as I've gotten older, my boobs have definitely gotten bigger for sure. And like your body type does change as you get older. Um, so that's a fun and interesting fact about me mm. that I mm-hmm. guess if people were curious. And one of my tits is bigger than the other. I think that's true for everybody, though. I think it's true for everybody. Because you're right handed or left handed. I don't. Is that what it corresponds to? Yeah, because like the muscles are more developed, so they pull it up higher. So it's, I think, smaller or bigger. I can't tell. It usually is, corresponds with if you're right or left-handed, though. Well, I am smaller on the right, and I'm right-handed. I think I'm smaller on the right, too. Let us know. This conversation took a different route. <laughs> um, add us about your mm-hmm, tittles. About your, breasts, about your cup size. And let us know um, which tit's bigger. Just to jump back to the book without any kind of segue. Great. <laughs> Why? You don't want to keep talking about this? Uh, I mean, we could. <laughs> we could talk um, about labia size. <laughs> you imagine let's compare uh, the size of our lips downstairs <laughs> um i um this passage that i already sent to you of just like total blind spot when it comes to her own like she's so sure that she's doing this for the right reason and she's mm. so wrong mm. Uh, we also soften some of the white characters. No, it's not as bad as you think. Our lead Athena's original text is almost embarrassingly biased. The French and British biased. soldiers are cartoonishly racist. I get she's trying to make a point about discrimination within the Allied front, but these scenes are so hackneyed that they defy belief. It throws the reader out of the story. Instead, we switch one of the white bullies to a Chinese character and one of the more vocal Chinese laborers to a sympathetic white farmer. This adds the complexity, the humanistic nuance that perhaps Athena was too close to the project to see. That? Too close to the project to see? Oh, God, I was dying. Shut the goddamn hell up. Dying. Um, I get, but, and the fact that... She makes one of the bullies a Chinese character. I cannot. And she and makes a, one, mo- of the one of the more, more vocal. vocal. No. Um, this adds the complexity. Oh, this I, is that's an instance where it's like that feels like maybe she was asked to do yes. something in one of her books, maybe Babel, which uh, we haven't read yet. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because there were no white characters in the Poppy War. Mm-hmm. But maybe she was asked to do it for Babel. Of like, gosh, everybody's just so. Or maybe add a something. white character. Yeah, like everyone. Yeah, maybe she was asked. Asian. Like everyone's very Chinese. <laughs> Have you noticed how it's a very bit Chinese everyone? Yeah, everyone's yeah. a bit Chinese in this section. Um, I w- there was also a detail here. Okay, so this is very small. But it's even in the ways that she doesn't even realize she's trying to steal fucking Athena's life. So in the 
um, when she comes to class to teach, she has mm-hmm. a very, very refresher hibiscus tea. Mm. Once I scratch the surface, it all comes bubbling t- to the foray. Starbucks every Tuesday after our Women in Victorian Lit Seminar, an iced mocha for me, a very berry hibiscus refresher for Athena. Wow. I was like, girl, you don't even you know don't how even you're realize. stealing her. Yeah. She just, yeah, she just, and she is so, and I mean, this is how people are too. She's constantly vacillating between hating Athena and, and loving yes. Athena. Yes. Um, do, do, do. Oh, so this here, I loved this detail. Um, she's talking about Joff or Jeff. Joff? I say Jeff. Jeff. Um, who is Athena's ex-boyfriend, who definitely fetishizes Asian women. After some more sleuthing, I'm certain he's the one behind all this. His account has faithfully retweeted everything that the Athena Lose Ghost account has ever tweeted. Rookie mistake. Idiot. <laughs> Idiotic. Such an idiot. Don't do this. Don't ever retweet your own fake account. Sometimes he adds his own queets, uh, queets, tweets. <laughs> Can't believe no one's talking Are about this. Are you on Twitter? <laughs> Wish I was. Have you queeted? Um, Eden and Juniper song should be ashamed. Before that, the only thing he's tweeted was from over a month ago. This was having dated fucking yellow fever guys. Mm, only one. Does anyone get weird looks when they ask? Hold on. Does anyone get weird looks when they ask for real spicy, not just white people spicy at Indian restaurants? This got three likes. And the following response from one, Richard Burns 08. Me too. Been with my Thai wife for three years now, and they still think this guy Jin can't handle it. Love to prove them wrong. It's just so. It's so. Everything real. in this book is it's, so just <sighs> ripped from the headlines. Just exact, ex- exactly who these people are and what they would say and how they would say it and why they would say it. That white man was something to prove at an Asian restaurant. Shit. Oh. My God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It felt so real. It was so good. That was, my I was just like Thai delightful. Wife, I know my Thai wife. Fucking every time I talk to my dad about his girlfriend, uh, Marilette, he would say, My Filipino girlfriend. Why? Every time. My Philip I know I've met Marilette. <laughs> Why do you continue to tell me what her ethnicity is? Oh my God. I was in an Uber and my and this was in Portland, Oregon. And the driver was just talking on and on about his wife that he had just married. Mm-hmm. And he like had to go to the Philippines to go pick her up to be married to him and I was like mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, we met on Facebook." I was like, "Okay." And he's just going on a whole life story. He's like, "Me and my Filipino wife Da, 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 on and on and he's like yeah and i've been back there like eight times since because like all of her family and friends are there and she doesn't know anyone here and um everything is so cheap and everyone's so nice and like they all like oh they love white people there blah 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 going on and i was like just, oh i was about to tell you about how my every my dad would constantly be like Marilyn's family just loves me so much they just love me so much that was my dad about everybody. They just love me so much. They love me. Okay. I don't know if they do. I think maybe people are just polite. Are Maybe they were very nice to you. Sure. sure. But like, why is this like a 
bratty point of pride thing for you. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> they just look just everyone in jail just really looks at me. <laughs> is my is something my dad actually said. Beautiful. <sighs> dad. Oh dad. Man. Um, but yeah, that that detail of that that Twitter conversation, I was like, I've seen guys like mm-hmm. that. I've unfortunately you know, the guy that I dated that was like that was the rapist. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. Solved it. That explains it. <laughs> Are they connected? Uh, Is correlation causation? Hard to say. Probably. Hard to say, but you Hard know. Hard to say, but yes. Hard but to yes. say, but yes. But yes, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I liked this book a lot. Um, we didn't even really talk about what happens in this book. Basically, she steals this manuscript. She posts it. She starts getting haunted by um, what she thinks is, oh, this. Oh, God. The recounting of the, 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 uh, the online bullying of Athena. Oh, my God. Poor Athena. That was And wild. I'm sure this happened to R.F. Quang. I feel Maybe. like it happened to her. It ha- it certainly happened to somebody, multiple people, where everyone's just like, "I knew she was problematic." Yeah, Cancel because her. she dated white men, and the, and then just like the the oh my god, and then the Asians, like, the Asian yeah. men rights. Oh. Yep, <laughs> it's that's so, real. It's so painfully true to life. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare speak for Asians. You lost that right when you let a white man colonize your cunt. Like, ugh, ugh. I have seen that a lot. A lot of people say colonize your cunt or colonize your pussy. And I think that's so, so disgusting. Gross. Um, people are fucking gross, man. And they're mean and crazy. I think this is the year you were talking about earlier when we shot an unboxing video that we were very late getting to. Eh. About it being a rough year. Yeah, for everyone. So many people, for whatever like, this is reason, the worst year. This was like the year when I like really started to lose my optimism about humanity and our future. And Did I this don't coincide with why? you listening to eight plus hours of the rape of. I mean, that certainly helped. <laughs> it helped that the war in Gaza, yeah. the continued just grossness online, Elon Musk's whole deal. His entire being. His entire being. Um, Trump running again. I cannot believe this. Just uh, the, and the 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 proud, mm-hmm. proud ignorance mm-hmm. of people. I don't know what I I I think it was just like a bunch of little things adding mm-hmm. up to me going. I don't know if we're gonna make it. I don't know if we are good at heart if we continually behave this way. Yeah. And choose these people for our leaders. I think we're at a nadir. I do think I do think there are there is goodness out there. I do. Oh Um, yeah. But it's it's just that whole like moral arc of the universe bending towards justice. Like, does it though? No. No, I mean, but I'm fully nihilistic. I'm just like undeniable things are better. Yes, but just like I think, and I think this is why social media has to die. Is it didn't just 
it's it wasn't just lifting of the rock and seeing what was underneath. I do think it made people worse. Mm-hmm. Like being able to full on communicate with other terrible people have made people worse. Yeah, because like, I think white supremacists shouldn't and, be able yeah. to find other white supremacists. Yeah. And now and they can. The and I mm-hmm. think that that happening they can mobilize. is maybe worse than the gains that we got in the writer's strike. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. The, the balance of the universe, like white supremacists being able to yeah. mobilize, unions being able to mobilize. How is this b- going to balance out? Yeah, I mean, I think one is like more economical (laughs) and one is like (laughs) hate. Because like it doesn't seem like we have quite, it doesn't feel even, it doesn't feel like the forces of good are mobilizing as effectively. No, the forces of good are not mobilizing, I don't think, Uh, outside of strike stuff. Yeah, just the, the number of like freaky laws the red states got yeah. on the books thanks to conservative think tanks versus like progressive think tanks yeah. getting what done exactly yeah well it just feels like we're not <laughs> the, the fight is not even yeah well because one side plays dirty and then the other side is yeah. like vote and one side has more money because the people with money are yeah, they're in power bad and they're happy about having that money and power and they don't want to lose it Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it this feels is like, why I think very scary thoughts when I am, you know, cleaning my house or whatever. I'm just like, uh-huh. something's gonna happen. Something. Yeah. And let's just yeah. say what I'm imagining happening is just some, you know, I don't know, demonic force or something. Nothing humans do or mobilized to do or organized to do. Hopefully soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So in this book, she, uh, the I also love that she's like, I'm being haunted. By fucking the ghost of Athena. And then the she, fact that she actually thinks that. It's just another Asian girl, dude. And she's like, wow, am I that racist? I'm like, yeah, because you thought that that random Asian girl was a different Asian girl. And then. And you chased her. And then when, when Caroline reappears, so Caroline is an assistant editor or the assistant to her editor at. Eden, the publishing house. And she sees through it right away. She's like, this bitch did Right not away. And of course this. she does. Yeah. She simply suggests that they're that they would benefit from getting a sensitivity reader. Why would you not? Script. Why why she didn't just fucking agree to that? I think it's because she was a f- deep down and not more latently than she thought that yeah. she would be found more likely to be found yeah. out. Yeah. But like, I don't really know why. Because they might ask questions she doesn't have answers to. I think it was to. just like a point of pride. She's just like, mm. just just like any, you know, racist light, white lady who doesn't know that they are. She was just like, no, I'm not. And so there couldn't possibly be a problem with this. Mm-hmm. She also saw it as like a timeliness thing where she saw, she saw greatness right there, you know, and it's like right beyond. And then they're like, mm, but let's bring it to a screeching halt for a sensitivity. And she's like, no, let's just keep going. I want, I want to be famous. And I think it's, she's like, but I literally stole this from a Chinese woman, so I don't know why I need this. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, it already had a sensitivity. It was a sensitivity author. And and then, so I wasn't sure why she didn't just say, like, 
oh, actually, like she could have spun this. I'm not saying this would have worked out any better, but she could have spun it by saying like, actually, Athena read it before. Yeah. She died. Athena was my sensitivity reader and it would just like really break my heart to like. Erase what she's done. Like, yeah, or whatever, however she wanted to spin that. But instead she just keeps saying like, no. And then she like emails Daniela separately. She's like, she seems really stuck on this. I and know. I don't feel like safe. She's being really pushy. <laughs> She's being um, like, so pushy. And, and then, ugh. like, it was really fucking stupid, though, of Caroline to leave a bad good on her name. With Do her it under a different name. name. Oh on. my god! And so she gets fired, and she ends up at some tiny publisher in like Oregon. Mm-hmm. And so she wants revenge on June and pretends like or gets Athena's. Um, social media logins from her old publish publicist and starts posting only for June's benefit. Which I thought was lovely. Trying to make her think she was alive. Soft blocking everybody and only posting for June. I thought that was so genius. So she made up her silly Goodreads mistake and then did some really specific targeted psychological terrorism, which I loved. Mm -hmm. And then it's so funny at the end when she's like, Juno's like, I just don't know how this serves Athena. And Caroline's like, fuck Athena. We all fucking hated her yeah. because she was like taking the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's one Everyone spot in for this Asians. is so shitty. <laughs> and I also loved how she's like, it's not about fucking Athena. You ruined my life, so I'm going to ruin yours. Yeah. And then when they're fighting on the top of the stairs and, and, um, I really thought that June was going to do it. I really thought she was going to push Caroline down those stairs. Because she was like, I could easily. But then she falls down because they fight. Um, Instead, Caroline possibly kicks her down the stairs. Yeah, they're struggling. They're struggling. Calls an EMT and gets the hell out of there. And then at the end, she triples down, quadruples down. And she's like, don't worry. There's a lot of open threads that need to be wrapped up. Mm hmm. And uh, like Caroline told her story and now I will tell my story. And she's right. People probably will yeah. want to publish that. They will. And then everybody yeah. will just continue to fight forever and ever and mm-hmm. ever. It's just this endless cycle. It's so yeah. This is a very fun book. Very fun in, book. In like the most stomach journey way. <laughs> yes. And I was just like, and I texted you this. I was so stressed reading it. I was like, I could never be a scammer because like the stress that I'm having for someone I hate, not even myself, because I want her to be found out. But I'm so stressed every time when she will be. Yeah. And the fact that she uses the mom's trauma about what her daughter might have written in there to keep her from opening the. Nope, I kept I was waiting like, to find out what the mom was specifically afraid of. And I thought maybe it was going to be because we discovered that that. um yeah, June was was raped by a guy she went to see. She, like, passed out, and he had sex with her while she was passed out. And she confesses it to Athena, who is, like, literally the only person showing her any kind of, like, concern or sympathy. Mm-hmm. And Athena is, like, the best friend you could possibly want to have in this situation. But then years later publishes a story from June's point of view using basically the same details, like very 
slight changes and like and renaming like them turns like, of phrase like Kinsey and like Nelly. <laughs> it's like so close to the names. Yeah, just like instead of this flavor of schnapps, it was that flavor of mm-hmm. schnapps or whatever. Um, and so June like sort of feels a little justified throughout for stealing the last front because Athena had published that story. And that was like kind of the beginning of Athena's career. Like her career took off after that. Yeah. But I was like, is the mom like maybe like the dad molested Athena and she wasn't ever really sure. And that's what the mom was afraid of reading in those book in her journals. Mm -hmm. I thought I was like just trying to think of like what might happen in the Mm -hmm. end. And so then like Athena actually didn't steal June's story. She was telling her own story story or something. And but like in a different way. But. You never find out specifically what the mom is afraid of reading mm-hmm. in those notebooks. She just like, yeah, is generally afraid to to go into what her daughter was thinking. Yeah. I mean, there's also the desire to avoid any proof that you weren't a good mother to your now dead daughter. Like there's Yeah, it seems like maybe they had a difficult relationship. And her dad like killed himself on the anniversary of the Tiananmen Square thing. And it's just like, oh, and then that too, where it's like, she she wrote something about how the the people who stood up were heroes and then people were like actually like some of them ended up being like supporters like, of this yeah and, like, and then so okay. do you support that and it's like i don't that's know the thing, this whole book they became trump supporters like, later or something yeah 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 that's what it was how you they, are like, responsible immigrated for, and then yeah yeah but it's like how you are responsible for the entire life of every person you mention in your like you, how is she personally responsible for that? And, the, and and it is a lack of nuance, right? It's like mm-hmm. a person can be brave doing this and then be a bad person later or, or uninformed or ignorant. Like it's that whole you like you have to be absolutely perfect. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, then the only way that you could do that is by literally only writing your life story. Yeah. And. Somehow and even then, having perfect politics. But yeah, even <laughs> then, yeah. yeah, like it's like it just yeah. This book really gets at the just the tiring vitriol of being online now. Yeah, the expected morality of your fiction pieces. It's like okay, yeah, but it's a good one. I would say read it. Yeah, because it's like the then the main character is wrong. But then, like, everything that happens around it isn't necessarily right. It's, it's wonderfully really, nuanced. It's really, yeah, it's really interesting. Nuanced. It just yeah. really gets it exactly how this would go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it would. Mm-hmm. It would. It just because feels that's really real. It's like, like this part, and, and, like, I, I love that it's, like, this person who is definitely wrong is, like, well, these people are acting unfairly to me because they're acting like an angry horde. And it's, like, yeah. They are acting like an angry horde, but you did plagiarize an entire yeah. fucking book. So yeah. it's like they're they're it's like their behavior might be wrong, but they're actually right about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. mean they were wrong about Athena, who you wronged. Yeah. It's just everybody's deeply flawed in this. Mm-hmm. But also some of the people who c- criticize Athena were right. That, like yeah, it, it and, and it arguably, just runs the gamut. Everybody's uh, right yeah. and wrong. Everybody's and, and right like, and wrong. A bad person, Jeff, is right about some things about yeah, Athena. He, like he ends up, yeah, he's. Oh. It's so like 
Oh, yeah, when he tries to blackmail her, so funny. So <laughs> idiotic. bad at it. Idiotic. He's so bad. Idiot. Um, but I just, I loved that. I loved that it was like sometimes bad people. I loved that all of her characters were, every one of them were somehow living out the thesis of the piece, which was very cool. Um, so she did, I, I, mm -hmm. in talking about it, I liked this book a lot more. I mean, I, I liked it a lot when I read it, but I liked it even more after talking about it. Yeah, even my criticism of it isn't actually like a criticism. It's just mm. like gets more at like a, the kind of book I prefer mm -hmm. maybe. But like this was so good. And I think it was like a matter of I taste rather it's, than. It's, yeah. And it's mm. it's say it's it's I think saying something about living your life entirely online. Mm -hmm. And so it makes sense that. But not actually that much happened in real life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's probably it, that would have like ruined what the whole book is getting at. So mm -hmm. fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you everybody for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Um, a thank you to our Patreon listeners. I guess you can see us now. Um, Ta-da! Ta freaking da. Um, uh, Patreon.com slash teen creeps. We have a lot of cool stuff for everybody. Um, and uh, a very special personalized shout out to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 a month level. Thank you, Adam Howitz. Amanda K. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Caitlin L. Carrie H. Casey S. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Drew Waranis. Ellie Lagos. Elizabeth E. Emma. Emma M. Erica T. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Hannah L. Jeffrey L. Jeremy Gronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicic. Jesse T. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica U. Jonathan Venable. Kat Miller. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Kodiak Siegel. Landry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Maddie M. Megan Lozier. Melody. Micah Yunus. Miguel Camacho. Molly G. Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel C, Randy Clett, Rebecca Goss, Robert F, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Victoria Beck, and Whitney E. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. We really appreciate you. We will see you next time. Until then, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent. Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.